Welcome to Soundings Podcast. I'm Dudley Evanson, and for more than four decades, my husband Dean Evanson and I have created music and media that supports people and the planet. In our Soundings Podcast, we'll be sharing interviews with wisdom keepers we have met in the course of our life journey. To learn more about our activities and releases, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. In this series, we will be hearing interviews with the sound healing pioneers who are featured on our Sonic Healing Meet the Masters video course. This one is from Session 3, Rhythms for Health. Melinda Witter is a professional trainer and practitioner of conflict mitigation, community, and human development. Her specialty focuses on conflict analysis and peace-building initiatives, community development, training, and education. She is deeply familiar with the dynamics of the Middle East region, with 12 years of ethnic and religious conflict resolution, tribal mediation, civil society, conflict analysis, and cross-cultural communication, including use of music and cultural art exchange in Iraq and Afghanistan. She is a certified spiritual mentor, teacher of mediation, and currently working on her PhD with a focus on spirituality and peace building. Melinda tells her courageous story of using percussion workshops in Iraq to bring opposing groups together. Enjoy. Well, I understand that last November uh, you invited a team to come and teach drum circles not for drumming or for performing, but actually for conflict resolution, leadership training, youth empowerment and economic development. And I wanted to ask you, what gave you the idea that drumming could help uh, people in northern Iraq? Um, about Back in the early 90s, I went to a drum circle at a NAM show in Anaheim. And there are a few hundred people in that circle. It was my first circle and my last experience but it lasted for over a def- decade. and You never forgot that feeling. I never forgot that feeling, mm. and I was looking for peace-building activities. When we talk mm. conflict resolution, many people think of negotiations, mediation, arbitration, um, but this the drum has dialogue, and it has activity, mm. and it's a form of communication, and it's a form of healing. And most conflicts are coming from inner inner pain mm. as well as external pain. We can see the injuries when somebody is hurt with an IED, which is a, a explosive device. We can see the leg um, amputated, but inside also the spirit and the mind is in deep pain. The drums have a vibration that I found back in the early 90s, 1991, that that seemed to heal and to provide energy, positive energy. Hmm. And so what I did starting about four years ago was study it in an Islamic context. Would it be allowed to have drums as music is not always, entertainment is not considered allowed in the more traditional Islamic communities? Sure, I can imagine. So you were checking if there was any religious, like, resistance or that it would be violating some cultural norm. Yes, that and, right? and when the drums in the Quran and the Al-Sunnah would be, uh, when they talk about drums, when it would be appropriate, and um, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said certain times 
maybe at a wedding or for healing purposes. If it's mm. for medicine, then it's good. Mm. So to to go from the text, I went to religious scholars and imams, and I asked many of them, and I still continue to ask them, to, to open up discussion on healing. In Iraq, there's several groups that use just the daf, which is loud, and some kettle drums. Um, and their premise is also for healing. So right. it was an all-go. I, I talked to many very traditional conservative um, religious leaders, and they, after discussing it, and discussing the energy and the vibration and how it heals the blood pressure and the, and the enzymes and stress and conflict causes stress and high blood pressure that oh, sure. yes this this can be done and they're very interested hmm. so. so go back going back to what you said about peacemaking exactly can you define what peacemaking is as compared to conflict resolution and why the drum is good for peacemaking yes you could look this way a little bit Okay. Um, conflict resolution or conflict mitigation, which is even a bigger umbrella, has several different uh, sections or themes. And one is uh, mediation or yeah. negotiation, which we mainly get from business. You hear about negotiations in business. There are other areas of conflict resolution so if you think of it as an umbrella and tentacles coming out peace building and dialogue are two other areas which are not as concentrated on mm. in the media many times they say dialogue or you hear people going these leaders going into dialogue but what they're actually doing is going into negotiation and so I was I'm that's fascinating. very grassroots I want something that's not academic I want something that's practical mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that the grassroots the regular people can take it and do it and it's it's like the commercial just do it and experience because we learn more from experience absolutely and I understand there's a lot of language barriers in Iraq I mean the people that you have the training spoke Kurdish Sarani dialect they spoke Arabic and what was the result of using the drum as a language, as a common language for people that can't necessarily speak to each other in words? For the first hour, there was no speaking. It was totally drumming. <laughs> and then at that point, we opened up with English to Kurdish to Arabic. And as a result of that, at one point in the, the five-day training, we wanted to separate the groups, right? and the Kurdish speakers and the Arabic speakers and they refused to separate from each other and so the bond was there regardless of language mm -hmm. barriers or anything else the bond between the people were, were there it was there and very strong hmm. what do you think made that bond it was the drum it was the common language of the drum and it was the healing it was beginning the healing from the first hour mm. through the days and they would not stop after the training. They would be on the bus or be in the hotel, and they kept going with the drumming. Even without a drum? Just Even without a drum, tapping on the leg. <laughs> it's hard to believe that people, these 38 people, could experience such a level of um, unity when you consider that they are from groups that would be enemies. Yes. 
Um, I wonder what created that. We picked a variety of people. We picked people from, one focus was on rehabilitation centers, therapists from rehabilitation centers, from seven, six to seven governance. So automatically looking, we're looking at different people and different governance, concentrating on physical therapy. And the second was the youth and mm -hmm. also government officials participated and then um, community groups representatives. So the seven, each governance in Iraq, there's 18 governance and we work with seven of them. Wow. Um, each has its own personality and within mm -hmm. the governance are subgroups. And so right. we had an application. What we did want to make sure of for people attending is that they had a sincere interest in using drum circles for their community and for their organization or rehabilitation center so that it would have a sustainability. Mm. And tell us what's happening now. Like what, what did you hear after the training finished um, on the front lines? What was the, the scoop? The first person was most most traditional Muslim and he went out the next day to an orphanage and did drum circles with um, orphans in this near Baghdad. They mm. did it in homes because they mm. cannot even cross the street without being at risk. Mm. They did it in homes with children. Oh, goodness. So that was a start. The other was mm. Kurdistan Save the Children, working with children's centers and youth centers, and also the rehabilitation centers. Um, in northern Iraq are using that for physical therapy and also um, to relieve stress. And I understand you recently did a drum circle with your staff and had to do with the women empowerment? Yes, yes. Um, I noticed in the first drum circle that the women's they were drumming but they were not drumming as enthusiastically as the men. So I said that evening, the next day, we are going to have a women's only drum circle. And we took both men and women staff to beautiful waterfalls, very lush. And um, we sat on a large patio and around three tables sat 21 women. And they really got empowered and mm. it took an hour and by after 30 minutes, they were more confident and and very proud and mm. um, they, their faces were glowing and at that point after an hour we gave it over to the men we, <laughs> we let the men use the drums who equally they were they saw what the women did and they equally wanted that experience and so they they did another hour of drumming on their own so and what is the drum and drumming and facilitating drum circles done for you personally as a person who's working on the front lines in Iraq? I see, I see such a huge change. And in a place where there's a lot of conflict and something that you might build a school may be blown up the next day and it has. To see the change within people and it doesn't take much money. It takes drums and it takes people. It doesn't take Electric. It it's doesn't affordable. take water. Uh, it doesn't take a hospital building. It just takes people and a drum and a and a a desire to heal and the desire to to feel life again and to mm. have hope again. Mm. And so that's 
for me personally, that's to see that I've done 250 projects and this project was the most important project, the most impact because it affected people's spirits. I'm just going to add to that. You're done. Good job. That was fabulous. Yeah, you want to say? Um, I think that the significance of this project is it's just a first step in a trend that we're seeing. This was a an international relief organization requesting a music-based intervention, not to perform or entertain, but to change the culture, to support the healing process of cross-cultural activities, of cross-tribal uh, activities, religion. And I do see that music is the language of global diplomacy that for a world that is looking at peacemaking techniques, music, sound, especially the rhythm because the drum is so multicultural, the drum is so accessible, it's a great access point for all people, that I do see that this is going to be a tool for global healing, global conversations, peacemaking. I think also the significance is that when we analyze this and we ask the participants to give us an evaluation they rated it highly enjoyable. So, I mean, we brought together people who could be enemies and they actually enjoyed these five days together. People didn't want to end at the, at the closing sessions. They didn't want to stop. There was a lot of emotion, even in a culture where you're not supposed to show emotion. I think for me, it's the biggest music therapy project I've ever done in my life. Um, there was a lot of fear going into a war zone. We get a certain image of Iraq from our media and once we walked through that image and let it go, what we met was the most generous, spirited people. And we didn't teach them anything. Really, we offered them this art form that allows space for everyone's own rhythm within a collective group. And what they showed us was some of their own traditional music. In fact, they wanted to share with us, this is the music of our people. Here's an Arab dance. Here's, an, here's a Kurdish dance. They wanted to share that with us. So I don't think it's that the drum circle is the only piece of this puzzle. It was a combination of two things, cultural sharing and collaboration. Cultural sharing meaning, we'll show you one of our songs. Please listen, we'll perform for you one of our songs. We'll share it. It was shared in an intention of join us, not sit still and watch, come join us. And after each group got the chance to share and connect with each other's art form and language and musicality, then collectively we collaborated on new things. And I think that's the key to peacemaking, is the action, the collective action, the collaborative action of forming a mutually um, created art form in the moment, in the now, that serves the needs of that group. Thank you for listening to our Soundings podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this program. To learn more about our music, guided meditations, and videos, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. Peace through music blessings.